on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's John Hogue here, the other guy on the other podcast, and live and direct from exotic Valdosta, Georgia. Hi, Diana. Hello, hello. Well, oh. how's summer treating you down there in Valdosta? Well, for 90 degrees, it actually didn't feel too bad. <laughs> You get accustomed to that after a while. Actually, I guess. you know, uh, growing up in Nashville is like five or 600 miles to any water other than the Mississippi River. So, I mean, you mm -hmm. know, we're south of the Great Lakes. We're north of the Redneck Riviera in the Gulf. We're uh, <laughs> west of the Atlantic. So, you know, it was like 90 degrees and 90% humidity all the time. We would go places, you know, like uh, Panama City to uh, just mm -hmm. cool off. Just and to you're cool not that, off. I and you're not you. that you're not that far inland. Uh, no, we're not. Enough, enough to notice, though. Uh, well, we get. I have to tell you, they they call it the Valdosta bubble. Um, we are we get a lot of rain, and sometimes we get some wind, but we don't get the wild weather. We really don't. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's kind of interesting. There's spots like that when we lived in in California. Uh, both when we lived in uh, Ventura County, we lived right up a canyon that went uh, to uh, uh, came up from Point Magoo. And so we had this sea mm -hmm. breeze coming up, up all the time. And then when we moved across town, we moved across town onto a mesa and the that breeze came across the Thousand Oaks to where we were living. It was it, we we didn't have to have air conditioning. It was great. It just liked you. <laughs> Well, down there in Valdosta, y'all had some excitement lately. And uh, a suspect got a police officer's weapon away yep. from him during a struggle. Mm -hmm. uh, around 2.49 p.m., and I guess this was last Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, police was. headed to a store in the 500 block of East Central Avenue after mm -hmm. staff called 911 asking for an officer to give a criminal trespass warning to someone inside the store. The mm -hmm. suspect had shoplifted from the store before. When an officer yep. arrived, the suspect gave him a false name and date of birth and tried to flee. The officer <laughs> grabbed the suspect and they fell as they struggled. The officer tried to get his taser out, but the suspect managed to take it from him. The mm -hmm. suspect pointed the taser at the officer, but it did not fire. Mm -hmm. The suspect dropped the taser and ran, but other officers and a canine unit 
tracked yes, him. Yes, I to wonder who. Area. Yeah, <laughs> tracked him to an area behind a nearby home. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the 34-year-old Valdosta man um, has been charged with felony aggravated assault against a police officer. Mm-hmm. Felony removal or attempted removal of a weapon from a public official. Felony obstruction of law. That's three felonies, by the way. Yep. Felony obstruction of law enforcement officers by the use of threats or violence. And misdemeanor giving a false name and date of birth to a law enforcement <laughs> office. Yeah. So uh, he's he's got a slew of charges piled up for him. Yeah. and. Yep. And he's in a jurisdiction where he might actually do some time for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, Probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in uh, Ray City, Georgia, which is about yep. uh, 15 miles up the road, a man yep. died in a chase with deputies Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a motorcycle. And yeah. before the troopers could catch up to him, the motorcycle crashed on a curb on Hutchison Parish Road, yep. leaving the roadway and hitting a tree. Jason Dwayne Miller, 44, was killed. So, yeah, well, well, you know, uh, it's just <laughs> the sort of thing that happens. On the other hand, it could be worse. Really? It could always yeah. be worse. <laughs> sure, you could be in California. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, that's the lead story uh, this evening uh, from uh, my blog, one of my don't know much about biology posts, and I'm going to read the entire post. It's one sentence. <laughs> A California court has ruled that bees can be fish. <laughs> Which I, I is, had to This read. is absolutely insane. If you will <laughs> click the link A on link. his site... It takes you to a, a ruling of the uh, Appeals Court of California. Uh, Basically, there was a law passed back in the 60s, uh, a mm-hmm. California Endangered Species Act. And yes. it says that the fish and game people can declare fish and to be an endangered species. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, and what by fish? We mean any of the aquatic life. So, you know, you can have the mollusks and crustaceans and other invertebrates. And these mm-hmm. people have, uh, uh, these three judges on the panel have said, well, other invertebrates must include bees. So now bees are fish. I love bees it. Only are California. Fish. The lunacy flows with the fountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the West Coast is a, a kind of a crazy place. Well, that and uh, I would like to, uh, that's a bunch of science denying. Uh, what I'd like to talk about now is uh, grammar denying. Uh, oh, and yes. I'm going to read the Are You Pondering What I'm Pondering from uh, today. I think so, brain, but if we stick to English, the third gender is neuter. Mm-hmm. And please tell me who wishes to be neuter. It, it's it's well a, i don't know that might be one of the uh, uh pluses but uh, the b impl- it's pride it's, month john but, why but, why but, why the hate man but because <laughs> well, look i mean look at this look at the implicit science denial in the whole thing the b means uh, uh implies that there's uh two uh sexes i mean anyway uh, yeah, we used to learn oh, the, about birds the birds and the bees. bees. Yes, okay. Yeah, but L- yes. LGBT. That oh, which, bi. Okay, yeah, B stands for bi. That, that, and that, therefore, well, how can you be gay? 
if 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 you're not attracted to this is one of the things by the way the people that hate the transgender movement the most mm-hmm. are lesbians because it's like how can i be attracted to women if we can't define what a woman is notice they never have any problem defining man yeah well, <laughs> it's 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 it, it's it's interesting you know with all the uh, various uh the first of june there was all sorts of tweets mm-hmm. and stuff uh, with rainbow-ish sorts of things. And there was a thing from uh, an airline that says, it doesn't matter how you click, and it had a picture of uh, a, a with two, uh, three uh, sets of uh, seat belts, and one of them had uh, two male fixtures, one had two females, and one had a male and a female. And somebody commented, yeah, but two of them will kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. anyway... <laughs> It's it's, it's kind of nice to have some restraint in a sudden stop, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's kind of nice to have some restraint in your life uh, to mm-hmm. keep it on even keel. Oh, yeah. The thing, the thing is, uh, all these folks need to be treated with the respect due any human being. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we have to accommodate their madness. I am wow. perfectly willing to... In a situation that is like customer service or hairdressing or something um, that isn't going to, uh, that your madness does not affect your ability to cut my hair. I spent a long time in the entertainment business. If you don't think I can get along with gays, I mean, you know, (laughs) it's just the way way Um, it is. Um, But, you know, that's that bit of thing. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of other insanity going on, and you had that oh, post uh, about uh, uh, about Chinese political wisdom. Yeah, um, uh, the post headlines, very short post, by the way, but it's called mm-hmm. Vox Day and Chairman Z. Mm-hmm. Um, in a Thursday press conference, China's foreign ministry spokesman Zhao Lijian declared the belief of the Chinese Communist Party, quote, the country is the people and the people are the country. And Vox Day wonders why he gets called a Nazi for believing the same thing, which touched off a a long discussion in the comments. But uh, if you click through that to see but I mean, I love the I love the tagline on on uh, on Vox Day's post uh, uh, over at uh, Vox Populi. Uh, the only in clown world are Chinese communists on the extreme right of the European political spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> well, what it is, what what Vox is talking about there, and you you may have missed this earlier, mm. was um, was that he is uh, under attack from some SWIP. Uh, Swiss leftists. Uh, <laughs> it just makes and this me is, laugh. Well, it, it, what happened was, and I'm trying to find it here. Uh-oh, it's it's apparently gone down to the second page now. Um, yeah, okay, where is it? Okay, I know it was there somewhere. But anyways, a Swiss, uh, some Swiss political journalists um, mm. um did an article about Vox Day because he has apparently purchased uh, a castle in Switzerland, uh, uh, the <laughs> castle of Cressier in Fribourg. And, and so they did this article about it and they start, uh, 
that's a pretty good trick because when I worked in Switzerland, it was essentially impossible for a foreigner to actually buy property. Yeah. Uh, it's um, persistent. In Vox Day's case, I'm pretty sure it was just sheer ungodly persistence. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know how this Either happened. Either that or the use of a corporate entity. Mm, um, that would help. But anyways, but um, uh, the, the the point is, is that so so they in portraying him as this dangerous right winger, uh, they apparently just grabbed a bunch of stuff from his wiki page or whatever, you know, in other words, just uh, statements attributed to him and stuff like that, which, it, by the way, if you don't ever Google me, I, I, I've told people that before. Um, but the idea that, um, uh, you know, that he is a Nazi uh, for having occasionally expressed uh, views that I don't share, by the way, I mean, but but he is someone who is uh, uh, involved in uh, strongly interrogating the liberal um, consensus. Well, yeah, but I mean, the other thing is just because I believe the same thing that someone else believes does not mean that I... I, 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 I endorse have, everything that, that, that yeah, I mean, Correct. For, exa for example, I am reasonably certain that Hitler believed in the law of gravity. Right. Uh, right. That, that just because, right. And I do too. But gravity is not anti-Semitic in other words. Well, anyways, but the, the, the thing is, is that, um, you know, this idea that the country is the people and the people are the country. This is what China's, this was China's response to something that uh, Biden or uh, someone had said about Taiwan. Well, you know, uh, you know I mean, so what's the difference between that and uh, uh, them uh, Deutsche Vogue? I mean, you know, it's the, the people mm. are the, the country. So, yeah, well, I mean, so the Chinese. Well, yeah, if you say if you say in America that the people are the country, well, that's pretty that defines everybody in the country, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yes, it doesn't mean of. anything beyond that, because I'm sorry, I, I mean, not all of my neighbors are exactly like me. Yes. Well, and not all of our neighbors share the same beliefs we do. But for example, I share a belief with Mao. Oh, yes. Well, yes. I mean, this is some more Chinese political wisdom. And I read it in his little red book, uh, which, was all required, those years ago. which was required reading for me as an ROTC cadet, I'll have you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's uh, is the statement, which is uh, actually a part of a longer speech that he made back in the uh, 30s. Political power grows out of the barrel of a gun. Yep. And, and that's why we, and that's else. why we, but see, that's why we have the second amendment. So quite mm -hmm. obviously James Madison must've been a commie. <laughs> <laughs> or so, well, I mean, I mean, you understand that the uh, bill of rights, okay. Was, uh, uh, demanded by the anti-federalists, and we'll get yes, to that later in the in the in, in the broadcast about exactly why they were demanding it. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, I I remember listening to some remarks by uh, Scalia uh, mm -hmm. on the subject, and they, they really kind of helped me understand the real reasons behind the Constitution. Well, but the, that's further. Mel down. Bradford, Mel Bradford wrote a book uh, called. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
Oh my no, it's gosh. not I, a callback. I blanked out. Here, you go ahead and talk for a minute. Well, actually, I was going to talk about deliberate dishonesty from the president. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, which and, is and, yours. Which is, which is your yeah, post. Yeah, just hang on just a second, and I well, will Well, but see, tell most you, of us don't care about the name of that book, but we do care about your Well, post. okay, just hang on a second. It's <laughs> called Original Intentions on the Making and Ratification of the Constitution. Okay, right. mm-hmm. is the Mel Bradford book. And he points mm-hmm. out that you can't understand what the Constitution was intended. You know, you can't understand mm-hmm. the Constitution unless you pay attention to the debates about mm-hmm. ratification. Yep. yep. Okay. Because well, the proponents of the uh, Constitution. We'll get to that further down the page. Okay. All right. Okay. But right now, we're trying we were to get you to talk about. Chinese political philosophy. And speaking of Joe Biden, he says, yes. in a smooth transition, I had a post yesterday. And dishonesty. Called, Don't forget dishonesty. Called deliberate dishonesty. Biden keeps repeating lies about the economy. And that was basically me um, uh, blowing off some steam mm-hmm. Uh, after having been subjected uh, to a few minutes of Biden giving a speech about the May jobs report. Uh, and and it was like, uh, you, know, you know, the Trump haters, right? Okay, the yeah. people that hate Trump, the people with Trump derangement syndrome, <laughs> um, they never learn to turn it off, right? Okay, mm-hmm. this is one of the things about, you, you understand that I can't, listen to Joe Biden without mm-hmm. getting angry. Okay. I just can't. And so uh, why would you bother listening? Because to you're saying, no, I, but I, I, I mean, I, 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 you can read, you can read what he said later and, and just sort of uh, face palm. So why, why, yes. why bother listening? Anyway, um, uh, it was on Fox news. They broadcast it live mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, I had to sit there and listen to it or, or I didn't have to sit down. I realized I could walk out of the room, went out and smoked a cigarette <laughs> to try to calm down. But see, they, they don't uh, liberals, you know, their hatred of Trump, they mm-hmm. consider to be perfectly rational. And it doesn't occur to them that we hate them as much as they hate us. OK, it, it, and, and for perfectly good reasons. Anyways, he began the speech by talking about today's excellent job report, today's <sighs> good news. And and I'm like, no. wait a minute. What good news? The excellent jobs report, and and well, at least there was a net uptick in employment. I, yeah, yeah, well, but it's going to be revised downward. You know that unexpectedly. <laughs> well, I don't. Um, you know, the thing is, the idea that we're in the middle of this glorious uh, economic boom, thanks to Joe Biden's policy, is. <laughs> You see, the, the problem I have with whoever's writing this crap for him, uh, mm-hmm. assuming that uh, that he can still read the teleprompter, is... He squints um, at it. Well, no. The, the White House is a no-smoking facility, and mm-hmm. if they catch you with that shit, you're going to jail. Not in D.C. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, no, it's, it's legal in D.C. They're doing shrooms. Do I'm sorry. They're hallucinatory. Not, it, they're hallucinating. It, 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 it is, they're they're and, using and, shrooms. And it is not legal on federal property in D.C. Oh, why do you th- why do you think Kamala giggles all the time? 
Okay, come on, man. Because she, like, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> never anyways, mind, don't get me started. Yeah, I actually include a screenshot of, of uh, Biden uh, giving this speech, and you can see him. And that's the thing. If you looked over at the TV, which I finally did after having to listen to this for so long, I looked over at the TV, and he's squinting at the camera. You know, he can, it's, it's you know, it's um, all he can do. And you know those letters have to be about nine inches tall. All on the on the teleprompter, even for him to see it. But and, and he's typically using an over the uh, camera lens teleprompter rather than the, mm -hmm. the two on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, and so um, so they sent him out to read this speech, and uh, and and in it he said, "I grew up." He said, "I know that even with today's good news, a lot." Americans remain anxious, and I understand the feeling. I grew up in a family about a hundred miles from here that where if the price of gas went up, you felt it. Well, you know something, Joe? We can fact check you. Right? Boy, howdy. And 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 when he was six years old, the price of a gas of gallon. Uh, a gallon of gasoline was 26 cents. By the, mm -hmm. 10 years later, by the time he was 16 and ready to get his driver's license, the price of a gallon of gas had increased to 30, 30 cents. Yeah, well, you know, he's, and they were paying more for gas than we were in Tennessee. Uh, I, mm -hmm. am, I am five years younger than Biden. And mm. I rem I remember being, I would have I would have been five years old because of the car we were in. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember my father being absolutely livid that gas had gone over 19.9 cents. He was, he was having to pay 20.9 20. <laughs> cents a gallon. Yeah, and, but the but so, the point is is that it, it, the price of a gas of gallon uh, a gallon of gasoline only increased four cents in ten years. And he and Joe is talking to a nation where in many places people are paying more than five dollars a gallon. And yeah. he's saying, I understand because I grew up blah 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 blah. Well, yeah, well, no, no, That's a lie. Well, let, <laughs> that is a stupid lie. But let's 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 do it on a percentage basis. The difference that he's talking about uh, uh, the gas changed in that length of time is the length that it changed this month, the, the, mm. the month of May. Same percentage, percentage. increase. Yeah, so. <laughs> and, 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 uh, yeah. And anyways, he and, says, and the time scale is a little different. But he goes on to eighty tell bucks them, to fill up my Volkswagen. <laughs> he goes on to say, because of the enormous progress we've made on the economy, no. Americans can tackle inflation from a position of strength. He said, about the, at the time I took office about 16 months ago, the economy had stalled and COVID was out of control. Today, nope. thanks to the economic plan and the vaccination plan that my administration put into action, America has achieved the most robust recovery in modern history. That and is I'm a like, total lie. what the actual fuck are you talking about joe <laughs> excuse my french but you know no, the I crisis the but he told he, look he just tells lies he told that lie about the economy he told the lie about being appointed to the naval academy giving oh, the commencement for, speech there oh and, my god that's the first time he actually has told that lie to the point where um to be honest um i i've been afraid to even mention it to my husband because he you know he went to annapolis he uh, so 
the explosion would probably <laughs> take uh, uh, detonate, uh, uh, take the snow off the tops of mountains hundreds of yes, miles away. But but from what I know about uh, the the arsenal on your premises, at least he wouldn't use a nine millimeter. Uh, uh, the other no. lie he told was at, when he went uh, to get booed uh, uh, in Texas. Uh, his mm. fraudulency has announced that there's no rational reason to use a high caliber nine millimeter bullet for self-defense. Listen to what he said. The 22 caliber bullet will lodge in the lungs and we can get it out. A nine millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. The idea of a <laughs> high caliber weapon, there is simply no rational basis for it in terms of self-protection hunting. Now, for what it's you worth. You know, if something would actually, if, if somebody was actually coming towards me to attack me and wanted to kill me, blowing the lung out of the body sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how I could do that with a 10 gauge shotgun slug. Uh, you anyway, couldn't. For, for, for what it's worth, the nominal diameter of a nine millimeter bullet is 0.356 inches. Mm -hmm. And the nominal d diameter of a 38 special bullet is 0.357. So, of course, semi-automatic uh, semi pistols uh, are very rare chambered in 38 special. There are a few target mm -hmm. pistols, but that's it. Uh, they're much more rare than 9mm revolvers. There mm -hmm. are actually quite a few of those around. Uh, so yeah. I suppose that means the 38 special cartridge just isn't as scary. Um, <laughs> but, oh, I, I do need to make one more uh, comment. Uh, the 5.56 uh, NATO round that you, most people use in most AR-15s, like 99.99% mm -hmm. of them, is mm -hmm. a 22. Mm -hmm. 0.223. Actually, 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 no, the bullet diameter is 0.224. Oh, okay. But uh, the but it's, it's the same yeah. diameter as a 22 long rifle yeah. round fire cartridge. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and, and you know he's you know in the ignorance. He see the, one of the things about um, liberal politicians is they is they rely on the ignorance of their audience. Okay, that <sighs> that they can say anything. Like, see, this goes back to Bill Clinton. The, mm -hmm. the original quote-unquote assault weapons ban of uh, 1994, which destroyed the Democratic majority in the Congress in that year's midterm elections, by the way. But, um, mm -hmm. but what it was, and as we later learned in, in, you know, in, in books, is that they were aiming their rhetoric at what they called soccer moms. Okay, yeah. they had identified this demographic of women voters who had voted for um, Bush, George H.W. Bush in mm -hmm. 1988, but who swung, okay, to uh, Clinton in 1992. And all of their uh, core messaging was aimed at that one demographic. Well, your soccer mom generally uh, didn't know a damn thing about guns. And so they yep. could lie to her and tell her that, oh, we're going to ban these guns. Now, what they did, what that law did was to ban the uh, domestic sale and importation, uh, manufacturing sale. It, but what happened was, of course, is that 
the the guns that were already in existence, right? The the quote unquote assault weapons that were already in existence uh, were you know available for resale. They were sold mm -hmm. at gun shows and stuff like that. No, and no, actually, uh, no. Once uh, uh, I the my uh, uh, I have a Brazilian made uh, copy mm -hmm. of a, an FN, FAL, and it mm -hmm. uh, it. Uh, was no longer I could no longer transfer it. Mm -hmm. I had to keep, I could keep it, but I couldn't sell it until the uh, ban expired. Well, anyways, okay. I'm sorry, sorry for making that. But the other thing point they made out was that they identified the way they did it. They identified certain cosmetic attributes, certain features of the guns. <laughs> Tell that me about were, it. That that were Ill, that made a gun illegal and banned, and and so. Um, <laughs> So, you know, anyways, but he's talking leading about to the wonderful leading Go to ahead. that wonderful immortal moment of the shoulder thing that goes up. Yes. But the other thing was, for <laughs> example, uh, uh, now they banned some states banned the AR-15 by name, although they grandfathered mm -hmm. in AR-15 sporters. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and but uh, the federal ban that affected uh, the AR-15 a Colt took the bayonet. A Colt used the same tooling barrel for everything. They took the mm -hmm. bayonet lug off and and flash hider off mm -hmm. of the uh, uh, a barrel, and the the gun was okay. And they could continue yep. to sell it even even with the quote assault rifle ban. Yep. So According to the ATF, and Joe is talking about nine millimeter pistols. According to the ATF, between. Uh, in the decade from uh, 2010 to 2020, um, 35 million uh, handguns were manufactured in the United States. Of those, 42.8%, that is 15 million, were 9mm pistols. Well, okay. I would, it, I would... In other words, more than 40% of pistols Mm -hmm. So more than a million pistols, nine millimeter pistols are sold every year in America, mm -hmm. more than a yep. million. And Joe thinks, uh, you know, there are literally, you know, just in the past decade, 15 million nine millimeter pistols have been manufactured in America. And Joe thinks, well, this most popular caliber of pistol the most popular caliber the mm -hmm. nine millimeter okay and he's going to take that away is it is he insane well you you you, you you've seen the uh that the, the usa today the day thing that had the the blue outline of an ar-15 and then people were hanging various things <laughs> on it like the chainsaw bayonet somebody yes. has put a somebody's put a a, a front grip adapter uh, a, a, a hand a hand uh, grip on it. That's a Glock, and yes, it's the I know. it's it's the nineteen mil it's the nine millimeter. Yeah. By the way, the AR fifteen is made in nine millimeter as well. Okay. Yes, hey, by the yes, way, it is, by the but way, not it. It's not popular. Y'all keep talking. I I I've gotten so wrought up about this. I have to go get something to drink. So All right. I'll be right back. Well, okay. you, while you wander about. Uh, 15 feet into the kitchen. I'll read people the quote of the day for today. It's from a, 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 it's from a fellow life member of the National Rifle Association. There is a group of people that I think in good faith 
honestly believe that further curtailing our Second Amendment rights will enhance public safety. Mm-hmm. But there's another group that just hates the Second Amendment. Yep. Now, the, the guy who said that was John Kennedy. John F. Kennedy, yes. So, you know, uh, anyway, a fellow life member of the NRA. But, you know, we, we've been talking about this. And the problem is that it doesn't matter. You know, this is anti-gun propaganda. It doesn't uh-huh. have to match with the facts. It has oh, to match no. with the narrative. And you did you did that piece on uh, uh, the different how many of the mass shootings were actually done with handguns mm-hmm. rather than rifles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 people when people before people start talking about a subject, they they owe it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Hang on a second. Um, I I clicked the wrong link here. Um, um, I'm hang on a second. Just yeah, go to we, the top of your blog. Yes, I know, I know. When anti-gun propaganda actually doesn't support the anti-gun narrative, and it's this headline from the Associated Press: twenty-two mass shootings, three hundred and seventy-four dead. Here's where the guns came from. It's a story by the Associated Press. And one of the things uh, uh, it's talking about, uh, I'll read you the lead. After the shootings, which together left 31 people dead, President Joe Biden renewed calls for stronger gun laws and questioned whether people as young as 18 should be allowed to purchase firearms. In the past, Biden has called for banning assault-style weapons and expanding background checks. Now, then you read on, and in the next paragraph it says, in this listing of 22 mass shootings that killed, that left 374 people dead, this includes the shooters, by the way, Mm -hmm. if the shooter was killed Mm -hmm. by police or committed suicide. It's very rare for a shooter to survive a mass shooting. Yes, and so, so, uh, you can it Aurora, be unheard of. Well, the the, the Aurora sh- uh, movie theater Sorry. shooter surrendered, but that's and it, so that's did the guy in Buffalo, and right. so have yeah. a few others. Yeah, I saw a headline today. No, Somebody no. said that they didn't Dial just throw the, the they didn't just throw the book at the Buffalo shooter. They threw War and Peace at him. This, <laughs> 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 anyways, but but oh, it, it says good, but. This headline covers mass shootings over a decade. Yep. Okay. And in each case, they examine how um, the suspect obtained the guns. Okay. Because that's that's what they're trying to get to. And they're trying to get the point. Well, the first thing is that depending on how you define mass shooting, okay, in, in order to get the, the ones that make national headlines, there have been about two of those a year, right? So mm-hmm. the, about two of those a year for the past 10 years. And on average, you know, in these types of incidents, the ones that are, are chronicled here, about 30 people a year are killed uh, in these, uh, you know, high-profile cases, Okay. And, but, but, you know, and, and then you say, well, wait a minute. Um, you know, this, this is, you know, this is 
99.8% of murders are mm-hmm. not mass murders. In other words, that there are about, uh, there are more than 15,000 murders in the United States annually. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes substantially more than 2021. So but, that would be 150,000 roughly over uh, a, a decade, and we're talking about mm-hmm. 374. Right, 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 right. So, but anyways, as they go through it, you you find that of, of the killers, um, the San Jose, California killer used right. three nine millimeter pistols to kill eight people. Yes, uh, he did. The gunman in, in the Atlanta massage parlor uh, shooting rampage that killed eight women uh, used a nine millimeter pistol. Dwayne Craddock, the shooter in uh, Virginia Beach two to mm-hmm. three years ago, uh, used two forty-five caliber pistols. Uh, Ian Long used a forty-five caliber pistol in the thousand. Uh, Oaks shooting of 2018 that killed yeah. 11 people. Dimitrios Pagortsis uh, used a shotgun and mm-hmm. a 38 caliber pistol to kill 10 people in Santa Fe, Texas in 2018. Dylan Roof uh, uh, killed nine people with a nine. <sighs> Uh, with a 45 with a caliber pistol in, in Charleston, South Carolina. Terrible, terrible crime. Uh, yes. Aaron Alexis used a 12-gauge shotgun to kill 11 people at the Washington Navy Yard. So so you see that the AR-15, demonizing the AR-15, mm-hmm. is, is just uh, pointless. But that 12-gauge shotgun at the Navy Yard did have one good effect. The Marine at the gate started carrying a 9mm pistol again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyways, but but the but the the point is, is that there is no indication if you go through these stories case by case and ask yourself, are the laws that Democrats propose, would they actually have stopped these shootings? And invariably, they, no. they would not. But the thing that the thing that tells me that we're not dealing with real gun people here. Mm-hmm. is three nine millimeter pistols to kill eight people i mean both my nine millimeter pistols only have eight round magazines that i wouldn't have to reload never mind yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean you know these uh, people a lot of these people part of the reason we know they're crazy is they can't shoot with beans anyway never mind but, but well uh Either that, or they're using something like a twelve gauge shotgun at close range, and you, uh, you do have to at least get it pointed in the right direction. But a load of buckshot will generally do the trick. Yeah, the thing but the about thing, a shotgun is. But is the thing, the thing is, is that they're pounding this stuff. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a narr- it's their narrative, mm-hmm. but it's a false narrative. And look, my whole response to this whole thing is enforce the gun control act. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe I'll listen to some common sense suggestions from Joe Biden. Right. Uh, but his first step, as far as I'm concerned, to establish his bona fides is you pro- uh, that uh, you pro- Hunter Biden Prosecute gets, Hunter. Pro- uh, gets prosecuted for lying on the ATF form 4473 that he used to buy uh, a 38 special revolver when he was a prohibited person. And, uh, you know, the the. We have until October of next year before the statute of limitation runs out. And I'll tell you what, 
I'm telling you right now, they're going to run the clock out. Oh, yeah. The uh, And this is, by the way, it's a basic problem. We were talking before we went on the air about uh, a law uh, a law that passed in Washington State uh, last year that most people didn't notice outside of Washington State, but it prohibits uh, police pursuits, essentially. Mm-hmm. and Which means the blue lights come on and you just punch it and the cop can't chase you. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And the thing thing is, is that the Democrats don't want to enforce existing laws because Mm -hmm. their constituents are the criminals. Okay, over and over again, I do stories about, uh, I cover a lot of crime on my blog. And over and over again, I said, well, this suspect doesn't look like a Trump supporter to me. Yeah. You know, and and the thing is, the Democrats represent the criminals well, in America. Well, the- and and so they don't want to enforce the law. One of the things that they got that the whole um, Black Lives Matter movement uh, got all excited about New York was uh, getting rid of uh, the stop-and-frisk policy. But but the whole thing has to do with uh, basically unraveling society so that we can get to year zero again. And 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 start over? Start over. And, I mean, look at what they're doing, look at what they've done with with energy. Uh, I've got a a picture up uh, at Hogwash Mm -hmm called a diesel fuel pump in uh, Westminster, Maryland. And it is the, the uh, nozzle going into the filler uh, point on my uh, uh, diesel uh, beetle. And some, the guy who got there ahead, just ahead of me says, has written on it with the Sharpie, uh, Biden did this. And then there's <laughs> yep. something... And then there's three letters that are actually say something rather rude about FJB. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, you know, it's costing me 80 bucks <gasps> to fill up a Volkswagen. What I, I my first car was a, v, a 62 VW Beetle that wouldn't hold $2.50 worth. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just amazing how these things have, have, uh, have blown up on us just in the past, uh, Two years. Well, speaking <sighs> of money, yeah, but and I was just saying, folks, I need some help. And actually, I don't. I, I am, I, I, I you am. Have, reasonably you are well gainfully em- employed. I well, I am exceedingly gainfully employed. <laughs> but Stacy, on the other hand, is doing this for a living, and we need to keep people like him afloat. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we have reached the shameless capitalism part of the broadcast uh, where I tell you folks that if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will find uh, near the top in the center column, uh, a yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, yen, uh, euros, shekels. Uh, we do not take rubles currently, uh, but anyways, any denomination or currency that you give, uh, you can click the yellow button and uh, help support the blog, help support this podcast, and of course, make my wife happy because mm-hmm. uh, keeping my wife happy is job number one, and she likes it when I make money. 
Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hoguash.com. Yes, indeed, there is a tip jar icon. Click on that. I'm very broad-minded, you know, doesn't matter what your beliefs are. I accept all denominations, but I prefer 20s, 50s, and 100s. Um, but uh, you can also shop at the Hogwash store, or you can shop using the Amazon links that you'll find at both Hogwash and uh, the other McCain. We get a small cut of the action when you do use those. It's something nice Amazon does to help support bloggers. Or you can go over to the DMC, DMC, uh, DMCA uh, uh <laughs> link on the menu there at the top and it's got my actual home address you can just mail me the money or the check i'll be happy about that regardless of how you choose to support us please remember the five most important words in the english language hit the freaking tip jar speaking of tip jars Mm -hmm. stacy had a post about a very deserving one yeah so this uh this week uh was uh, I got a, uh, a, a notice speaking of keeping my wife happy. I, I, I was informed by my wife that uh, uh, she'd gotten a, a note from my sister-in-law uh, that it's time for the walk for life uh, to benefit the Richland Pregnancy Services in Mansfield, Ohio. You know, my uh, wife's family uh, lives in Ohio, in uh, mm-hmm. north central Ohio. And uh, through her church, my, my mother-in-law, who is, uh, past, who's 81 years old, uh, was, participates... Uh, they go in the 5K Walk for Life to support Richland Pregnancy Services, which does a wonderful job of supporting expectant mothers and mothers of newborns. Uh, to you know, it's about it's a pro-life agency, uh, and and so they they were raising money for that, and so I I clicked the link and um uh, uh, and uh, I. Today was the walk for life, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm. Their original goal uh, was to raise five hundred dollars, uh, and they had raised a hundred when we started this thing. They raised thirteen hundred and sixty-one dollars. Uh, so, so that's uh, uh, far. That's uh, they have exceeded. The goal, and and, and that's they, they're big, at uh, yeah, two hundred and seventy-two percent of their original goal. And so. a, you know, a big thank you to the people who supported mm-hmm. through the blog, and 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 yes, and and my wife said to make sure to pass along uh, to all my readers uh, their gratitude because here we have a group of people who, independent of anything that has to do with the government, are. Mm-hmm helping people exercise their right to life, uh, not Mm -hmm. only for the mothers, but for the the children. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because we are human beings, we have these human rights and those rights exist regardless of whatever government we happen to live under. And Mm -hmm. each of those rights has an associated duty. For example, Stacy has the right to own property, which means I have a duty not to steal from him. And right. I have a right to life, so that creates a duty for Stacy not to kill me. Mm-hmm. 
right? And no government. And you have a right to defend your life. <laughs> well, and because and no government has the right. No government can can grant rights. Okay, governments can uh, through their tendency to screw things up can can constrain rights, uh, mm. and that reason. Uh, that governments tend to erode rights is why the Constitution that we have takes some of our human rights and places them outside the reach of the government. That's why we have, for example, the Fourth Amendment says the government can't just go through your personal effects and search things. Or you, know, mm -hmm. you have a Fifth Amendment that the government takes stuff away from you, you have to get compensated. Uh, mm -hmm. Or we have a First Amendment right to speak our minds. Mm -hmm. or to practice the religion or not practice the religion. We have a, we, you know, people think of the right to remain silent as the, something in the fifth uh, amendment, but it's also in the first government mm -hmm. can't make you say something that you don't believe. Correct. But the idea of a living constitution, you see, uh, that allows uh, experts to give the constitution new meaning. Uh, oh. That was an, that originally comes from an attempt uh, from roughly a hundred 110 years ago, but people like uh, Woodrow Wilson and to a lesser ex uh, extent, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, the idea that uh, mm -hmm. they can they can sort these things out and change things for our own good. You know, they're going to take care of us. Um, I am really tired of people telling me what's for my own good. Yeah, well, I was tired you know, of it when I was a kid. <laughs> well, it was not only executive action, it was legislative action and judicial mm -hmm. decisions doing that. But Basically, since the turn into this century, we've been seeing some really uh, good pushback against that. And we've got a couple of cases in the Supreme Court right now that may help restore uh, the, uh, more of the wall between government. Um, uh, and even when uh, the government is, is expressing a majority point of view, and the whole point of this is to protect the, the minority's rights. And it, it's the, the right to life. Uh, and we've already seen the leak uh, draft decision uh, that Alito wrote on that. Uh, mm -hmm. And that basically is going to kick the thing back to the states. It's not the federal government's business. It's going to be It'll go back to where it was for a couple of hundred years. And that will allow some states, at least, to protect the, uh, an unborn child's right to life. And the New York Rifle and Pistol Association case is coming up as well. And based on what I heard listening to the oral argument uh, some months ago, uh, the court is, is likely to keep going in the direction they were on with Heller and McDonald, the Heller and McDonald cases, uh, mm -hmm. which basically the point of view that they had on those cases, well, you know what? The Second Amendment means what it says. Yep. And that could remove the barriers that some states, including Maryland, where I live, have placed on um, their residents' ability to defend uh, their right to life. So I hope I'm not disappointed. We'll see. There's a 33 cases, I think, that were argued this term that still haven't had opinions come out yet. And there's a s opinion scheduled to drop on Monday. So mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting between now and the end of the month to see uh, what happens with this idea of limited government. Meanwhile, in other court action, Stacy and I have had the, the, the wonderful experience of being defendants in uh, a defamation uh, lawsuit. 
which and, unlike Amber Heard, we won. <laughs> well, but but but, but uh, well, that was, you you promised me an opportunity to talk about the Constitution. Yes, well, and, talk, and the well, reason, the, you've got a great First Amendment lead in here. But the reason that the Bill of Rights exists is because of the anti-federalists. Now, mm-hmm. most uh, Actually, people no. with a college education have read the Federalist Papers or at least they better are familiar have. with it. There's also, they have collected what are called the Anti-Federalist Papers, mm-hmm. the arguments against the Constitution. The, those included arguments from Patrick Henry, among others. Mm-hmm. And they, the they, feared, they feared that what was being created in the central, in the uh, new Constitution was a, a, a too powerful central government. Now, Arguments went through in ratification. So in studying the ratification arguments, you understand the advocates of the Constitution, the people arguing in favor of ratifying the Constitution. If they hadn't ratified the Constitution, we wouldn't be living under it, right? So Mm -hmm. the advocates were saying, no, the federal government doesn't do doesn't have the power to do X, Y, or Z. Go ahead. Well, and, and, but you see, part of the reason that people get a little bit too bent out of shape about the anti-federalist papers and other things is, mm-hmm. um, is they forget who, that one of the prime authors of the federalist papers, Madison, mm-hmm. and the author of the Bill of Rights is Madison. James Madison. Well, in in specific language, yes. But the concept is a good deal older. It comes out of the English Civil War and the settlement of the Restoration. Also, uh, after the Glorious Revolution. Yes, but the the point was is that Madison was insightful enough to, uh, rather than to get involved in a fight about it, to say, yeah, this thing needs to be tweaked. And like I was Mm -hmm. pointing out before, there's certain human rights that we have that the Bill of Rights says, you know what? They aren't the government's business. Mm-hmm. The gov- and the, not only are they not the government's business, the government shall respect them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. one of the things that I, um, at one of the reasons that I uh, became um, deeply, deeply opposed to Barack Obama well prior to his election was his discussion um, acting as if it's a bad thing that the Constitution, especially with the Bill of Rights, gives uh, has what, what he called negative rights. It tells you what the government can't do. And that's the important part, because if you don't limit and restrain government, government is worse than uh, grifters. <laughs> to be honest, in terms of taking every inch they can get. Well, we have the, actually, we have the oldest continually active constitution Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the, uh, in the world right now. The next, the next significant constitution that came along after ours was the French. And it tried to have the idea that the government was, or the, uh, was going to grant rights. 
And yeah. the French constitutions, all five of them so far, have, have <laughs> granted rights. You notice the, the French, uh, the, the first constitution didn't survive uh, Napoleon. And, no. you know, the, the fourth constitution that came about after uh, the Second World War didn't last a decade and they were mm -hmm. having a civil essentially a civil war uh, that uh, uh, de Gaulle had to step in and, and put yep. them in so that's that's what's going on one of the things though that the first that is there are exceptions that are reasonable and one of the historic exceptions to um, uh, to the free to free speech right is you can't lie about somebody and hurt them. That's called defamation. Yes, and um, the the finding of the jury uh, in the and it was a Virginia jury. I I should be proud to say. Uh, I'm sure uh, the founding uh, fathers would be proud that a Virginia and and, and it and uh, it's uh, in the. It was a state uh, jury, but it's in the same place that the jury pool would be drawn from the Eastern District of uh, Virginia in a federal court. And that's where the mm -hmm. next Durham case gets tried. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the finding was actual malice on the oh, part yes. of Amber Heard. And, and my headline was actual malice. Jury gives Johnny Depp victory against lying bitch Amber Heard. And, and now <laughs> that she's lost, you see, now that you've lost the uh when you one of the things is when you lose a defamation suit it has consequences okay yes, going forward so that i can now call her a lying bitch without fear of uh uh of being sued for yes it. because I one may of the, offend some people one of the, because one of the elements mm -hmm. of defamation is that one of the at least one of the statements made was knowingly false right mm -hmm. it was false and you knew it or, oh yeah, or she, she knew it was. She knew that everything she said was false. I mean, honestly, I was actively shocked when I reviewed that article, uh, that op-ed. I was like, "Whoa, lady!" <laughs> it was uh, actually written for her by some oh. ACLU staffers, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. And they're trying to sue uh, Depp to, uh, to, uh, to get uh, their money back. Yeah, they're well, not going well, to. It, it, it's it's very funny, you know. And 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 you know, I have been covering uh, this case since actually since before this mm -hmm. lawsuit ever came up. And and uh, um, but um, my uh, what I concluded my article about the case by saying that uh, what America wants uh, from Amber Heard right now is number one shut up and number two go away yeah, well how about that, that pay one, up <laughs> well she says she can't do that and by the way you can't uh, you you can't bankrupt and uh, you can't discharge this kind of verdict uh in a bankruptcy. bankruptcy court yeah no, so anyway but that wasn't the only jury verdict this week uh <laughs> i i had a post called uh, everything is proceeding as i have foreseen and as i predicted on this podcast last week the D.C. jury allowed Sussman to walk. Yeah, yeah. that was predictable. And, and then um, I, I followed that with, I turned the sarcasm flag on and said, I'm sure the jury being chock full of Hillary and AOC donors and having a member whose daughter plays on a sports team with Sussman's daughter had no impact on the verdict. Uh, close sarcasm. 
you know the and they row crew which is like i i'm sorry to row crew you have to be really close um <laughs> no way was that juror gonna yeah. convict her uh, friend's daddy <laughs> just yeah well, yeah yeah well see that's the thing going on there but uh, uh stacy though uh covered another couple of uh, criminal episodes uh including a uh Shooting of a non-pregnant woman and a creepy porn lawyer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> earlier, um, I had reported about a 26-year-old Leona Hale, uh, who was shot by cops in Kansas City at, when she took off running uh, after they tried to arrest her for carjacking. Now, at the time. Mm -hmm. Of the uh, at the time of this incident, uh, the local media interviewed uh, a, a supposed witness who claimed that the woman uh, involved was pregnant and uh, and that this was somehow relevant and, it, and that got turned into a headline: "Police shoot black pregnant woman." And the, you know, carjacking wasn't even in the headline. Okay. Mm -hmm. But there had been an armed ca carjacking in Kansas city, Kansas. And the, uh, uh, suspected vehicle was found on the other side of the Missouri river in Kansas city, Missouri. And, uh, when they tried to arrest them, she took off running and, and they released this week, a, a, a screen cap, Mm -hmm. of the video of the body cam video that shows the suspect that well whatever uh leona hale 26 year old leona hale running with a pistol clearly in her right hand okay it's there's no doubt that she was carrying a pistol and uh uh apparently uh it was illegal for her to um uh, be carrying uh, a firearm. She was apparently a convicted felon. Well, here's the other problem. It's hard to tell in the resolution of the picture, but it looks like a Smith & Wesson MMP, which is probably a nine millimeter. So the cops are lucky mm -hmm. to still have their lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a... It's yeah, it's the exact kind of gun that Joe Joe Biden says no one should have, and yet uh, one of his voters uh, apparently had it. Uh, but anyway, so speaking of Joe Biden and uh, and, and, and someone who was running for president against him, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of criminals who were going to prison, the headline from our good blogger friend Evie L. Blogger Lady. Um, his uh, creepy porn lawyer and Democrat, Michael Avenatti, gets four years. Yes, that's four right. Four more years. Yeah, yeah, four more years. Frequent uh, MSNBC, CNN star, Michael Avenatti, whom Brian Tater Stelter promoted as a 2020 presidential case, is going to have lots of time to think about his future <laughs> in the penitentiary. He was sentenced to four years in prison by a federal judge Thursday for stealing nearly $300,000 in book advance money from porn star Stormy Daniels. And, and to tie it in with other stuff, do you know who was showing him around and helping him make connections in Iowa? Democrat operative 
Alexandra Chalupa. Ah, Chalupa. Drop the Chalupa. Drop the Chalupa, guys. It's the only safe thing to um, do. And and, and Chalupa leads us in to uh, uh, a Team Kimberlin post of the day. Yeah, Brett Kimberlin, uh, who we've had various uh, run-ins with in court, uh, was was convicted uh, through a series of trials that ended in 81 uh, as the Speedway bomber. Mm-hmm. And he's been trying to get some of those convictions overturned. And he he uh, was uh, denied uh, uh, access to a particular writ because it uh, only allow, it, it gives you relief from uh, the effects of your felony convictions, but he would have had other felony convictions on uh, on the books. And so he wouldn't have been, you know, he couldn't, the relief wouldn't be effective. So under the rules that are in effect in the, Seventh Circuit. Uh, he didn't get. Uh, uh, they didn't even get to the point of whether he whether he had a case. They got to the point of you're you're not entitled to the relief even if you have a case. And the Seventh Circuit uh, upheld the the district court's decision in that case. Well, he has appealed it to the uh, Supreme Court. He yep. uh, started. He has. Uh, Filed an applicant. Well, he filed an application uh, to actually have some time. extra time for extension of time to to uh, uh, to uh, uh, file for a petition for writ of certiorari, and he is being represented pro bono, uh, which means for free by Neil Katyal, uh, and he is the former Solicitor General of the United States, appointed by Barack Obama. Why? Why? Seriously? Why? Well, there is a there is a, there there is a, there is a split between the circuits on how uh, uh, this writ is supposed to be handled. So, I mean, <sighs> I can. But even if the courts say, yeah, it ought to be handled the way. Uh, Kimberlin wants all that does is kick the thing all the way back down to the district court again, and the district court then goes through the facts of the matter because uh, they had kicked because they kicked it uh, on a matter of law. But you know that's I just to keep everybody up on our our, our uh, old buddy Brett. Uh, you know that's what's going on. Uh, that's how time is being wasted. Meanwhile, you know Stacy. Uh, sane people can be dangerous, but crazy people are also are dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, um, I have a uh, post this week, and it was kind of a, 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 a very uh, a, a somber uh, sort of thing. But the um, uh, but a, a guy named Park McDougald uh, wrote an, an article. Uh, based on the uh, recent uh, mass shootings, and and Mm. it starts this way. Rampage shooters tend to be losers. The archetype of the modern school shooter, Eric Harris, and that's the Columbine shooter, one of them, frequently wrote in his diary about his feelings of alienation and resentment over his lack of social success. (sighs) Elliot Roger the 2014 Isla Vista shooter whose manifesto was a laundry list of complaints about his loneliness and sexual rejection felt particularly resentful toward his female classmates whom he saw as, quote, 
mean, cruel, and heartless creatures that took pleasure from my suffering, close quote. Unable to attract a girlfriend, he settled on revenge, quote, if I cannot rise above them, I will destroy them, close quote. And I, I've written a lot uh, over the years about um, Elliot Roger, uh, mm. whom I dubbed the creepy little weirdo uh, to avoid yeah. having to uh, repeat his name. Um, and and the thing, the, the, it's so weird, and I, I often have, have brought this up, is the fact that he claimed, uh, he named specific girls uh, mm -hmm. in his manifesto that he saw as having mm -hmm. rejected him. And I remember immediately after this manifesto was published and the shooting was gone, the father of one of those girls mm. um, uh, reached out to the media and was very angry about mm. this. He says, he says, my daughter barely, she was like 11 years old, went to a party at uh, with uh, Elliot Rogers' uh, friend or what, whatever it was. It was just some casual thing. It says she, she doesn't even remember him. She just barely, mm -hmm. just barely, he never even talked to her. And mm -hmm. it, but in his mind, these women had actively rejected him. He wouldn't, didn't even, couldn't even get up the nerve to talk to them. I don't know right. about, I don't know about this particular young man, but there are a whole lot of men who have grown up in, uh, the last 20, 30 years who grew up without fathers in the household mm -hmm. and they don't have the model of how a mature man relates to a mature woman. And right. so they don't understand, they don't understand uh, the whole interaction that goes on between the sexes now, you know, and just because you've been rejected, I mean, good Lord, there was this one stunning blonde that sat next to me in Latin class who never gave me the time of day, but you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, that, so what, you know, I wound up, uh, happily married, uh, to someone else, uh, who probably would have been a better, a better choice. And, and not only that, you know, as a sophomore in high school, you know, do it. I really need to worry about that just yet. So, but I was, raised in a family where, you know, I had a father and a mother who related to each other normally. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it, you know, and that helped me understand how to try to relate to women. Meanwhile, well, meanwhile, but, uh, Park McDougal talks about what he calls the dominant ideology, uh, of our culture, uh, and the ideals of self-expression, autonomy, and authenticity. And he says this, the shooters highlight another contradiction in the dominant ideology. Everyone is supposed to be an individual, and all individuals are respected equally. Uh-huh. You've got to earn respect. Well, the, the, idea, the idea that people are equal, okay, is... Where do you get this? What do you mean by equality? And and mm -hmm. and so so it drives people crazy. Well, uh, well and, and you... people become resentful. It becomes a grievance that inspires them to do crazy and dangerous things. Some and of evil. them become murderers 
and others become Democratic voters because crazy people are dangerous. Yes, they are. Meanwhile, we're coming up on the end of the hour. You hear the music in the background, Stacey? Yes, and, That's your and that means uh, uh, that it's time for us to get out of here. Uh, we will be back next Saturday at 7 o'clock Eastern, as usual. And we're very glad you could join us, Diana. Thank you. And we'll see you next week, folks. All right. Bye -bye. We're out of here. Good night. Good night. Thank you.